Andrew. I'm an interventional neuroradiologist at the University Hospitals of North Midlands. I specialize in dealing with the vascular conditions of the brain. If you remember, if you know, in those days, there was no evidence behind thrombectomy and there was no um, uh, funding and uh, there were, the clinical benefits were uncertain. I mean, the, the evidence behind the clinical benefits were uncertain. I think it's very important that a 24-7 service should be brought in to the healthcare. I, I just can't, I just failed, I, I can't understand why, you know, um, politicians or, you know, people involved in policy making are not able to see this. Welcome back to the SR Times podcast. I'm very happy to be joined by Sanjeev today, a man who is thriving in helping with the thrombectomy cases to bring more 24 seven thrombectomy services into the UK. First of all, Sanjeev, how are you today? I'm good, Andrew, thank you. And thanks for having me on this uh, podcast. No problem. Now, me and Sanjeev uh, got to meet face to face for the first time uh, on Monday at the Stroke Association's parliamentary reception. And you were kindly enough to demonstrate to me how thrombectomy works. I know I'm a bit, of, I told you then, I'm a bit of a novice when it comes to, to uh, knowing all, about all things stroke. So I can't wait to learn even more today. So first, Sanjeev, with the podcast, what we'd like to do is just start by getting to know our guests a little bit better. So if you could give us an introduction to yourself and your line of work. Um, thanks, Andrew. I'm an interventional neuroradiologist at the University Hospitals of North Midlands. I specialize in dealing with the vascular conditions of the brain and the spine. And also, I'm one of the specialists performing thrombectomy procedures at my hospital. Brilliant. So, Sanjeev, you helped to set up the UK's first 24-7 thrombectomy service. How did you become involved with that process? Well, um, I joined the Royal Stoke University Hospital in 2009. Um, at that time, uh, what we saw, we saw a large cohort of stroke patients coming in with what we call as large vessel occlusion or large or, or major strokes. These patients had a high mortality rate. We saw a mortality rate prior to, you know, 2009, and a significant percentage of these patients would not survive. And even those who did survive uh, were significantly disabled. In the in in sense, they would either require a wheelchair or would be bedbound, requiring carers throughout. So we decided something needed to be changed. Something different has to be, you know provided to these patients. Now, prior to coming to Stoke, I was uh, Stoke on Trend. I did a fellowship in Austria where I got it firsthand. It was a time when stroke care was just changing in 2009 when uh, this thrombectomy or this new procedure was actually, um, you know, uh, being introduced. In fact, I, I was involved in writing one of the first papers in thrombectomy when I was in Austria, first series from a novel device, which is called a solitaire device. And uh, following uh, my, uh, you know, my return to the UK and my uh, work in Stoke on Trent, we decided to offer this service on a case-by-case -case basis. If you remember, if you know, in those days, there was no evidence behind thrombectomy, and there was no um, uh, funding, and uh, there were the clinical benefits were uncertain. I mean, the the evidence behind the clinical benefits were uncertain. So, 
we started doing case by case basis we started uh, you know performing uh, these um, procedures and we saw phenomenal outcomes patients who either previously were dead or having disability were walking out of the hospital uh, the very next day so this made a big difference to our clinical teams especially our stroke team thought this is you know something miraculous this treatment is magic literally making a huge difference to the patient's lives and um, then we uh, you know we had a major trauma contract or a major trauma setup uh, which had nurses and radiographers and anesthetists available for that service so we tried to use that particular service to you know develop or you know uh, establish our own stroke 24/7 service and the funding wise we got patients as patient stroke champions who sat on our uh, you know uh, committees and they spoke to the commissioners and they could see the benefit and we got uh, you know funding through specialized commissioning and we managed to set up the first 24/7 stroke service in the uk way back in 2009 early 2010 amazing so do you know roughly now how many centers they are they offer 24/7 services for thrombectomy uh, yes uh, before we go into the number of centers andrew we got the evidence only in 2015 when the trials and the you know the uh, you know when the stroke trials showed thrombectomy to be effective and nice kind of adopt you know issued guidelines around it and in 2017 um the nhs england started rolling it out to the rest of the country at the moment i think the the uptake has been slow the progress has been slow but we have around 10 centers i think at the moment who offer 24/7 thrombectomy service there is a need for all the centers i mean all the neurosciences center to provide this service across the country um there are 24 centers you know within the within england which needs to come on board but i think that there is progress and as you know as you also been a part of it the savings brain campaign from stroke association we are trying to raise awareness and also trying to see if uh, you know government can uh, uh, help us with providing some capital funds for those centers which require additional support to run a 24/7 service yeah and the the saving brains project seems to be picking up more and more steam as the, the days go, seems to be more and more MPs get involved, like we've seen on, on Monday at the parliamentary reception, how many MPs were actually in attendance and showing their support and starting to see it in the House of Lords as well, where they're all wearing the Stroke Association, Stroke Association pin badges. It's it's great to see. So as we mentioned, we're, we're met in, in person for the first time on, on Monday and you give me the, a demonstration of how thrombectomy works could you give our listeners to those that might be unaware just how thrombectomy works and what it what it is yes i'll try and um, you know keep it very simple now patients who have a large stroke have got a blockage in one of the vessels of their brain one of the major vessels of the brain now previously there was a drug what we call as a thrombolytic drug which would be it's injected to the vein, but it didn't work in the majority of the patients. Now, I'll make it very simple. If you have a, a small kitchen sink, which is blocked, and you put a little bit of uh, unblock, a sink unblocker or, or drink powder, it does open up. But let's say you have a large block in the street, which is you know, blocking your, you know, um, you know, the, the supply from your, from your house. You, putting a little bit of drain powder there doesn't really work. You need somebody physically to go in 
for plumber to go in and open up the blockage. So that's what we need in the brain. If it's a large blockage of one of the large vessels, these drugs don't work as effectively as they should, or they you know, they won't work because it's not, uh, you know, because it's because the blockage is quite big. So in this situation, you have to physically go in and remove the blockage. So what we do is we introduce a tube or a catheter from the groin artery in the groin and thread it all the way to the, the major artery in the neck, what we call as a carotid artery. And from there, we take a smaller tube or what we call as a micro catheter across into the brain and place a device or stent, like which is like a mesh-like device, like a tube-like mesh. And we place that in the clot. Now, once you place that, de place that device in the clot, uh, it's made of nitinol. It expands in the body at the body temperature and engages with the clot. And the clot gets attached to this particular stent-like device. And we pull that device along the along with the clot out of the body through this same catheter. And in a way, we we achieve what we call as reperfusion of the brain. The blood flows back into the brain where there was previous blockage. Uh, I also say this is a bit like a fishing net. You you know, like a bit of fishing, you put a fishing net and then you catch the fish. It's the same thing. Similar thing, you put a bit of a, a, a mesh-like net into the clot and then you pull it out. It's a brilliant way of, uh, way of putting it. I mean, it's certainly, I know you showed me physically the other day and had I listened to that, I'd know exactly, exactly what you were talking about. So what would you say the key benefits of thrombectomy that it offers to a stroke patient versus other traditional methods? The most important thing in treatment of stroke is the treatment should be performed in time. So I would say there may be all forms of treatment, but stroke patients have to be aware of the FAST campaign. You know, if you have any signs of uh, stroke, you know, face, your speech, you know, and your, your limb movements, or, you know, you have those signs of stroke, you have to ring 999 and get to the hospital. Now, if you have a large vessel stroke or a, ma a major stroke, you can benefit from thrombectomy. So this treatment, like I just explained to you, can be offered, bestly, best um, option is within six hours, but get in, in select cases, you, with, and specialized imaging, you can extend the treatment window up to 24 hours. Now, the difference between this treatment and the conventional treatment is the superiority of this treatment or the conventional treatment. It's fast, it's most superior, because you can physically remove the clot from the occluded vessel, whereas the drug which is used previously, the thrombolytic drug, you know, would only act in 20% of the patients. So in this case, you're pretty much you know, more effective in removing the clot. And if you remove the clot, and if it's within time, you can get what some of the clinicians call is miraculous treatment. Patients with a major stroke would recover sometimes on the table. We have seen them recovering on the operating table or within 24 hours and they can be home. But usually their recovery is you know, far more quicker once you open up uh, the vessels. Um, you know, we can see patients recovering and going home within a week or so, which previously was not possible. So it's, it's in a way, it, it's one of the most, uh, you know, most innovative treatments. Now, some, you know, some clinicians say it's one of the best treatments but in the last 50 years, discovered in the last 50 years in any field of medicine because it's as that effective. Now, if you compare it with somebody having a heart attack and having a what we call is a PCI or a coronary angioplasty and a stent, you know the need to treat on for one patient to be alive and independent is around in the range of 28 to 30 or 25 to 30. The need to treat in a stroke patient is just three, so it's very powerful. The, the outcome results are very powerful, and 
the key point here is you need to be on time. So that's very important that the patients realize that they have symptoms of stroke. They should ring 999 and go to the hospital immediately. Brilliant, Sanjeev. I mean, you've, you've answered my next question there. Uh, I was going to ask about, because I know you mentioned how thrombectomy patients can sometimes leave the next day after having thrombectomy. I was going to ask, what, what's the average duration of hospitalization after thrombectomy and how often do you see people being able to leave the hospital the next day? See, um, um, one of the most important factors which decide how quickly the patients are discharged is the time the patient comes to the hospital. If the patient comes in a delayed time window from the time of onset, then the the brain, you know, the, the you know, the, the difference is the, how much of the brain is already viable to be salvaged or saved and how much of the brain is already dead. Now, if you come late, a part of the brain is already dead and the outcome will not be that great. So you the stay will be longer. But if you come in time, you can have a very good outcome. You can you know, go home the very next day. Now, we have done a cost analysis with NICE. And in our cost analysis, I think we have shown, in which also showed the stay in the hospital. We showed 90 1% or 92% of our patients are discharged home rather than a nursing home. So previously, somebody with a large stroke and with a bad outcome would be discharged to a nursing home because they would require a long-term care. But here we are showing 90% of the patients are discharged home. And I think we also showed a significant percentage of our patients because of thrombectomy were discharged home within one week. So a large per percentage of these patients. So this treatment has been shown with evidence that you know, with this treatment, a large percentage of patients can go home and can go home within a week's time. And sometimes I've seen as quickly as the next day. So, you know, that's uh, the key point is they should be coming to the hospital in time. That's, that's brilliant. I mean, the fact of how quick, you know, a, a, a patient can have a turnaround after, after from back me says a lot about the service and what I'll, what I'll ask to, to finish on, obviously both there on Monday for saving brains just how important is it that we do see a nationwide 24-7 thrombectomy service be brought into our general health care in this country? I think it's very important that a 24-7 service should be brought in to the health care. I, I just can't, I just failed, I, I can't understand why, you know, um, politicians or, you know, people involved in policy making are not able to see this because the the results are so dramatic and the outcomes are so phenomenal not offering this service actually you spend more money in social care because of the care you spend you know the the the, the funds you spent on patients rehabilitation you know and uh, and the aftercare because of a large stroke that is reduced you know, as I think in the uh, savings brain or, or the parliamentary reception, you must have heard the CEO of the Stroke Association say, it's a mouthwatering, you know, it's, it's eye-watering. Um, um, how much did she say? 24 billion pounds or something in those lines is the cost that's because of the stroke and stroke and stroke rehabilitation. Um, even from the data which, you know, we have shown, um, is yes, offering thrombectomy will save annual savings of around 73 million, which is quite a lot of money. And I think I myself personally feel that would be more if you offer more more patients, the amount of savings will be huge. So it's important that this 
services offered and uh, on a 24/7 basis everywhere and uh, you know uh, and not a postcode lottery as it is in in the current time one of the ways i think is to raise awareness what we are doing with the campaign the more you talk about it the more you know you people and and the public are involved the more likely it's going to happen and uh, i hope this is my hope in another maybe 3 to 4 years time every center in the uk will of i mean every single patient in the uk will be uh, having this treatment and this service would be available 24/7 but that's the positive thinking you know but we have to see how it goes yeah i mean i'm so glad you you've came on to talk about from back to me uh, today because i know a few like many people might be unaware or especially on the the patient side which is what i'm kind of hoping to do with this podcast is be able to give information to stroke patients and their families and carers that they might not have known about in in the first place or have found it complicated to research and i mean your, your explanation of from back to me was was brilliant i mean that it's fully clarified to me now what it is how it works so thank you very much for joining us today uh, sanjeev and hopefully fingers crossed we can have 24/7 from back to me centers everywhere so thank you very much i shall